Hey, Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. I hope it is indeed a merry day for you, one full with joy and happiness and celebrating going to church, remembering the season that we're in. I don't know that I've heard it all that much this year, but in the past I've heard Jesus is the reason for the season, like a lot, right? It's one of these real quippy Christianese kind of phrases that we hear a lot. It's part of tradition. But this morning laying in bed really thinking about the conclusion of Advent in Christmas morning tomorrow, which I am behind (laughs) two episodes of Advent. So we're going to talk about week three today, joy. But just really thinking and meditating on this, this little phrase that we see places, gift bags, signs outside of churches all over the place. Jesus is the reason for the season to really sit and meditate on that. The season that we're in, the season of waiting, the season of anticipation, of celebration for Christmas. Also the season that isn't always very happy for so many people. It's filled with so much grief. I've been watching some of my social media feeds and a a young lady that I knew in high school, she was older than me, just recently passed away after a long battle of cancer with three small kids, like right before Christmas. And just to see all of these mutual friends grieving in this new way, heading in to Christmas. It's hard to watch and it's this reminder that this life year on earth that we have, it can be hard. God did not promise us as believers a life without suffering or a life of ease. Quite honestly, it's a lie of the devil when we sit here and think, why isn't this life easier? He wants us to believe that life should just be easier because if we believe that this should be easy and full of joy and fun and we should only be happy it then causes us to doubt God, like, God, but why? And the second we start asking these why questions, we turn our eyes off of Jesus, the who, the hope. Week one of Advent, we talked about hope, and that hope is a person, and that hope is Jesus, that he came to make a way for this. Jesus is the reason for the season, right? (laughs) To make a way for us to have all of these things that come next through the Advent season for peace. Week two is peace, that God is peace, that we rest in him, and that is what gives us a true, deep, sometimes unexplainable peace that we can have in the midst of this crazy, hard, and quite honestly, yes, really great life. For some, we're like, stop making it so depressing Life can be good, and it can be full of milestones, and we can enjoy and be happy and find joy through our circumstances at times. We'll call that happiness. We can celebrate a lot of things. We can see God's kingdom advance, and we can be part of that work, and we can experience true joy that comes through Jesus and peace. And week three is all about joy, but I will tell you that when we had this conversation in my in-person Advent study, joy was the hardest week for everybody. We were kind of like, so, how, how's joy feeling? And everybody was like, hmm, this one's hard. I think as a society, and I feel pretty strongly about it, like we, have, we are in a place where everything is about an experience or a feeling or an activity or a circumstance, right? Like, Oh, I didn't experience that. Or, hey, how is your happiness? How is your peace? Are you experiencing that? Are you feeling it? There's so many times I'm just not feeling any of the things, right? How are you doing walking into Christmas Eve today? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling the hope, the peace, the joy, 
the love that comes with Christmas? Are you feeling the adoration for Jesus coming to make a way for us to be reconciled back to him so that we can have peace with God, that we are no longer separated with him? Like, are you feeling that? Are you feeling the joy that comes in knowing that he has come, God and man has come just like he promised? I think back to the Hebrew people, the Jews, everyone pre-Christ that was just waiting and waiting in anticipation. Like, when is he coming? When is he coming? And thinking about when Jesus is born and here, like to picture all of the hubbub, the, the grapevine, the talk, the chatter. You know how it works. Wait, did you hear? Is this real? We've been waiting for so long. To just imagine the hesitation, the doubt, those that are like, yes, this is it. Like the confusion and the pondering in everyone's heart. I think we know what that feels like living in this life, just being like, okay, but God, you came. We know that you came. And yet we're still confused sometimes and we're still wondering and some are like all in and they're feeling it they're like yes Jesus is the reason for the season some of us are struggling with some a lack of joy or maybe some doubt because guess what we're still in advent we're still in waiting we're still in anticipation of that second coming how how is your joy in the midst of anticipation how is your joy that we can have regardless of circumstances That would be happiness, right? Like we can feel happy, sometimes not so happy. Those are the emotion and the feeling that we're all kind of driven on. Are we feeling it? I'm not feeling so happy today. And we can confuse that with saying, I'm not feeling so joyful today. We also discussed in that group, like, can you think of someone that is just, that emulates joy? Can you picture someone And we came up with a couple real big standouts, apparently. I haven't been to this Costco. There's a greeter at Costco uh, outside of our town that is just super, what did they say her name was? Doris, maybe? That's super joyful, super happy, super out there, bubbly. You could say over the top, but I don't think it's over the top for her. I think it really is just her showing the joy that is in her heart to the world around her. And it was kind of eye-opening because as we discussed it, we came up with a few more. But these were like rare, standout. Everybody kind of knew about them. They're like, yeah, I've seen that person. I know that person. Like draws people's attention to them. Like, oh, a big, bold joy is something rare and noticeable. That being said, joy doesn't look like that on everybody. There is a quiet contentment and delight in Jesus. That is also joy. We can live in a joy that isn't loud, that isn't super noticeable from afar. However, people can still see it in you, that you have a joy that is calm, that is quiet, that is steady, because you're delighting in the Lord and not your circumstances. People see that too. How are you doing with joy? Jesus being the reason for that joy because we know we have been reconciled and we have this relationship with God made available and that he's coming back. Our joy is resting in. He's coming back to make all things new for justice. That brings me joy. Like justice will be served even in this world when it's not. How are you doing 
with joy. It was a hard conversation. A lot of people weren't necessarily feeling it. And we had to talk our way through that and come back to a place. We're like, no, let's stop focusing on just the feeling, but the knowing through faith that we have it. But just like peace, sometimes we give our joy away. We look to other things. As you're tracing themes throughout scripture, joy being one of them, like Adam and Eve, they were created by God. He made a world that he considered good. He designed it and it was made the exact way that he wanted. And he's in relationship with Adam and Eve and it is good. And there is probably much joy in this intimacy, in this relationship. And they took their eyes off of him for maybe just even a little bit and chose something that they thought would give them a temporary happiness. And they ate of that temporary happiness and lost so much more than they thought they were going to gain. You guys, we do the same. When we take our eyes off of Jesus as that reason for the season, right? When we take our eyes off of who he is, why he actually came and what he did for us, we lose our awe and we start to look to the side for things that might give us a temporary happiness. And that is my challenge for you as you're getting ready today to start celebrations. Maybe they already began. Maybe they start tomorrow or maybe this isn't a very celebratory time for you as we head into Christmas in the morning. But I want to read to you Hebrews 12. And I want you to be thinking about these passages and thinking like, where, where's my joy? Or let's be real question. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. How are we doing with our hearts, with our eyes? Where do we look? Are we sitting at the feet in the presence of Jesus? Are we looking for joy there? Or are we looking to something temporary on the side? Are we looking for the reactions of our kids when they open their presents? Are we looking for joy in our holiday gatherings with our family? These are all amazing, wonderful things, and they can be really great. For some, maybe not so much. But is that what we're looking for, for joy this season? Because if it is, and you're not having a very joyful season, that might be why. So these are the questions that I hope we can really think about today and meditate on as we head into these next couple days and a Christmas break. If you have kids at home from school, where are you trying to put your joy in? Hebrews 12, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so easily. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Keeping our eyes on Jesus, because he is the founder and perfecter of our faith, without him, we don't have faith. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can run this race, as it says, with endurance, you guys, we need endurance. This isn't always very easy. It can be a long road, and sometimes we need to keep going and to endure and to persist. But in the meantime, as we are enduring, as we are looking to Jesus, it says, let us lay aside every weight and sin that clings so easily. It entangles us. What are the things are there sins in our life that we cling to, that are clinging to us, that we turn to for our happiness? Is there anything that we're putting above Jesus, that we take our eyes off him and look to it or to them, your children, your spouse, your friendships, relationships? 
Are we putting that above the joy of Jesus? Because if we are, that's why life can be a roller coaster of emotions. We can be up and down and all around. Jesus is constant. He's unchanging. He is stable. If our eyes are fixed on him and our joy is in him and what he has already done for us and living in this state of anticipation with joy, it doesn't have to be a roller coaster of emotions. Way easier said than done. I completely acknowledge that. But that's the truth. That is what the Holy Spirit came to indwell us, to help us to do. We have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living in us. We are capable through his power. And it's kind of like, yeah, but I know, I know. It's hard to fathom and it's hard to stay there, but we run this race with endurance. We don't give up. We keep refocusing. We keep asking ourselves, where are my eyes? What am I looking for, for joy to be in? Something else? Something I'm putting above God? If so, God, help me step back to refocus my eyes on you, to sit and meditate on what you've done for us by coming this Christmas season, because without Christmas, there is no Easter. And find joy in the fact that there's somebody that loves us that much that they would do so much more than we could ever dream of. God, I want to thank you so much for the Christmas season. I want to thank you for the reminders of who you are and what you bring in your character and what we have made available to us as our hope, bringing peace, peace in our relationship together and peace in this world that we live and that we have joy, deep joy that doesn't change with circumstances, but joy that comes when our eyes are indeed fixed on you and nothing else. God, we pray for the help in remembering this as we're celebrating Christmas, as we're doing all the things, as we're running around and being busy. And for those that aren't, that are at home, wishing they had things to run to, God, help them remember as well that you are the joy and the reason for the season. God, help us see the things we're giving our joy to. Help us see the things that we are looking at instead of looking at you. And God, bring us back into this place of joy and intimacy with you in our relationship as we sit at your feet and meditate on who you are. Pray all of these things in your name, Jesus. Amen.